In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. California, we do keep it rocking, folks. It is Friday. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. I am Ryan Bailey. We made it, man. I, whew, man, I am, I am going on fumes right now. Do you ever feel that? But I just know that there is that sweet ass weekend right ahead of us. In fact, by the time you're listening to this tomorrow, you'll almost be done with the week. And what a week it was! I want to thank all of our guests this week. Uh, we really just. I mean, yesterday we had Raven, mainly Bravo, uh, Annabelle DeSisto with the Fifty Shades of Grey recap, Sarah Galley with her amazingness, uh, Sophie Ross. Um, that That's four amazing women in one week, and I think that's just incredible. And then today, I usually, I, I keep saying I'm not going to do a Friday episode, but you guys had a really good reaction to that Kardashian recap, and I figured it'll just be us. We'll just do a small recap, you know, 30, 40 minutes. We'll get you on your way. And I'm sure you have plenty of episodes to uh, catch up on. Let me once again remind you, just this is like the business and me walking you through things. Remember, you don't have to listen to every one of these podcasts. 
Um, but you can go back and listen to them. If you're bored or if you go to sleep at night, like just put them on. Like th- th- there's not like a time specific sensitivity thing. I mean, the thing is all of these people that I talk to are usually amazing. So you can listen to them at any, any time and get something out of it. And, and also, uh, if you could keep telling your friends about it, I see this growing and it's just, I, it, it blows me away. And I, I think I, I say this a lot, but it really does. It blows you away to go, man, like I put so much work into this and it, it you see it starting to pay off and you see more people, um, uh, reach it's just, it's just so bizarre and it's so cool. Um, tonight we had such a great night of TV, but even that is exhausting. There are so many shows. We had the summer house episode. You guys, you guys know, how how much I love Summerhouse. We got it. Of course, they did that thing where the fight happened in the very last 30 seconds. Um, but it was a great episode. It was a chaotic episode, but I loved it, and I can't wait to break it down. Remember, I do full episode breakdowns on uh, the Patreon. and In fact, I did last week's Summerhouse uh, recap. That, that got on there yesterday. Uh, Real Housewives of Dallas from this week recap will be on there tonight. So that's all over at the Patreon. And then me and Maritza Lopez are doing Real Housewives of Miami. I think we're recording that tomorrow. So that'll be on there. So there's a lot of great stuff over there on the Patreon if you're just into recaps. And of course, I tell some personal stories over there that I you know, I, I'm about to do a and a and ask everybody for questions, but I get, I know you're like, you get more personal. I do get more personal over there, which is, is wild. And there's nudes, there's nudes involved. Yeah. Yeah. I send nudes to all my Patreon subscribers. They're not even me though. They're other people. They're other, you know, Ch- Channing Tatum, uh, Luke from summer house, uh, you know, stuff like that. I also think that it would be great though. Oh, and by the way, uh, a lot of people have reached out. Yes, I'm. I, I mentioned this. I'm aware that there's a fan account. The fan fan account has dug deep into my personal Instagram photos. I'm seeing photos that I have not even thought about uh, in a while. So kudos to kudos and and please don't uh, get into a fight with me. Whoever's running this fan account, I just have a feeling the fan account at one point is going to turn on me and. They're they're gonna turn or they're gonna find like another podcast or something. So now I'm trying to uh, trying to impress the fan account. It's just completely bizarre, folks. Um, are you guys okay? I don't know. Is it is there something? Is is Mercury retrograding? Is is there any retrograding happening? I just I feel off. Um. So yeah, tonight was a great night of TV. We had the Summer House, of course. We have. Keeping Up with the Kardashians, episode two, which I'm going to do a full recap on. Remember, it almost helps if you... You don't even have to watch the Kardashians to listen to this recap. It almost behooves you if you don't watch it and if you don't like them. Because then you're going to be like, I really respect what this guy is saying. He's really... He's he's onto something. Uh, the fourth episode of The Real World Homecoming on Paramount+, Plus, which you know you guys know I, I really love. And... Um, and then what was the last? Oh, yeah. The four real The History of Reality television on E! after the Kardashians that Andy Cohen hosted. Um, I'm not in love with how they shot it, but I think it's really important. It kind of took us through a lot of those uh, reality shows like The Osbournes, uh, Girls Next Door, Breaking Bonaducci. Um, so it was at uh, The Kardashians. So it kind of took us through all of those reality shows tonight. And I could have... I could have done an hour documentary on each one of those shows instead of cramming them into an hour, but I think it's a four-part series, um, so I'm excited to see those other parts, but I do recommend that as well. Um, But Kardashians is what we're going to talk about. I'm trying to think if there's anything in the news. Remember, on Monday, we will be back with a Monday episode that'll 
talking about all the the news events of the weekend and and everything i'm sure summer house will be in there i'm sure we'll just talk about everything so i'll see you guys on monday as well as we keep doing this oh gosh is easter next weekend i know i'm going back to see my folks i gotta i gotta i gotta figure that out too so you'll probably hear bill and becky a little bit more than usual also i want to um I want to thank everybody for leaving reviews. That is really amazing. I see that number going up. That's cool. I have not looked to see if they're bad reviews, though. So maybe the number's going up and they're all bad, but I don't know. It's really cool to see the number go up. That's all. Hey, that number goes up means it's up, you know? Um, uh, but also on a serious note, and uh, anybody that is reaching out to people for me, I really want to thank them. There's a lot of people um, I could name, you know, you guys know who you are that 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 always reach out with like tips for me, or they'll be like, I DM'd this, this Bravo Liberty or this other reality star, or you should talk to my friend who works here or works there. All of this stuff helps. All of this stuff goes into one thing because, uh, you know, the... I've got big dreams. I've got big dreams. And everything that has been done, this is, um, you know, I'm only, you know, even at this this small place I am right now is because of so many people that have helped on a daily basis. Uh, you know, Maritza's always helping. My friend Megan's always helping. Uh, my friend Shira is always getting guests. Um, uh, Marissa, who's always giving me the most amazing tips or things to, to focus on, you know, there, there's like 30 other people like that. And so that I just want to say is so cool. And the other thing I would encourage or, or what I'm trying to do more of is remember, it's so cool that people help me remember to help other people. I have to remind myself to help other people. It costs you nothing to be positive about somebody else's project. Um, you know, stuff is exciting. Support your friends, support them because it is so hard to do anything. And I'm not just talking about artistic endeavors, anything, you know, support or just a smile or just a kind word will really go so far and it can really turn a, a person's day around. And I know that from personal, uh, you know, so I, I do this, you know, I, you know, I'll have that checklist and I added this thing to my checklist is like, make sure you help one person a day. And, uh, you know, it, it doesn't, I don't know. I just, it's, it makes me feel good at the end of the day. And, uh, I don't know. I know I'm not, I'm not giving advice or standing up on a soapbox. I just, uh, a lot of you guys do that anyways, but if you don't try it, I think it'll make you feel good. Okay. Something that will make you feel bad is this second episode of the Kardashians. Oh my God, you guys, you know, like I, I, I'm so intertwined with this family and that's why I get mad at them like my family. I was thinking about this when I was in the shower today. I was thinking, I was thinking I got some uh, emails this week and they were kind of critical of certain aspects of the show. And I really appreciated, of course, anybody that reaches out. I really did. And I was, I was like, oh, I'm going to process this. And I, I, you know, my first inclination on anything is to be negative about myself and stuff. And I was like, no, no, that's not about this. this is about, let's see what you can take from this. Let's see what you can learn. And it's funny how we, I'm like this with the Kardashians or even like Real Housewives people is that you feel like you know them. So you get disappointed in them when they give you a less than show or when you see Chloe still dating Tristan after he cheated on her so many times. You take these as personal affronts, even though you sometimes really don't know them, but you feel like you really know them. And I was um, 
in regards to those letters or something or somebody saying they didn't like something that I did, I always thought that was interesting. I grew up listening to Howard Stern, and I don't mean that in a, uh, I, you know, the Howard Stern that I know is one of the best interviewers out there. He's really funny, and the stuff that I loved was the stuff that he did with his crew. Like, it was a reality show in itself. Like, you got to know not you know not only just him, but his producer, his co-host Robin, his sound effects guy Fred. You knew all the writers in the back, and they would they their their lives became part of the show. And it, I felt like I was part of this family, and I've listened to over like twenty plus years. And what I found fascinating is like I I'm a huge fan. Huge, I think he's brilliant. But I, there will still be times when I listen where I'm like, dude, you are so far off base. Uh, I disagree so passionately with you. And I'll be like talking to my radio. And, um, and I thought that's an important point is uh, an important something is that you don't have to ever agree with everything I say. That's impossible. And I know you're like, Ryan, everything you say is pretty much perfect. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. It's I'm really I've got a good track record, but I'm saying that a lot of people will. I mean, it's normal. I would hope people disagree. I think there's very few podcasters or anybody out there that you're going to agree with 1000 um, percent. I mean, we all disagree with Jax Taylor 1000 percent, but, you know, nobody. But it is funny. I, I was thinking about how many people that I really, you know, I really like the Kardashians, but at the same time, I passionately dislike them. There's that yin and yang. And I just thought that was interesting in comparison to like notes I get about the show or, uh, or things, you know, or just how I've related to art or radio or podcasts in the past. And it's like, I, uh, I can disagree with Howard Stern a lot and still love him and still appreciate what he does. Um, I don't know. So, uh, but this episode of the Kardashians, it's episode two. We had episode one last week. That was the episode where it started uh, letting us know that Tristan and Chloe were potentially together. They got a Malibu beach vacation rental during COVID so they could all have a, a chill hangout pad. Cool, right? This episode is called No Comment. Um, so we start the, the, we start the show with an iconic scene. Kylie Jenner is doing a costume fitting for the kick the kids out of the car, the WAP video, the wet ass P word video. Um, she is getting costume fit for this iconic video. Corey Gamble, Chris Jenner's boyfriend, is there and he's like, Hey, hey, Kylie, you want to do a shot with me? Chris is like, Chris is there being the momager. Um, Corey's like, You look great. Um, we find out that Cardi B reached out to see if Kylie would be in this new video. Uh, this is the first day on set. Um, this is Kylie's big debut in a music video. Chris, we hear shouting, so good. Chris never stops being that girl with the video camera, like in the Ariana Grande music video. Chris is that momager. She is just, everything is good on set. Like she is cheering this girl on. And it's completely normal. Like, I would be embarrassed if my mom was rooting me, if I was even had my mom on set with me. But this is par for course. And so Cardi B comes out in a bathrobe. And Chris goes, thank you for asking Kylie to be in this video. Like, also, imagine your mom 
imagine, okay, guys, you're all at work right now. Imagine your mom going to your work and pulling your boss aside and going, thank you so much for hiring my son or daughter. Oh my God. We were so worried. And thank you. You know, my son and da- or daughter lives, you know, they love it here. They really talk so highly of you. It is that vibe, but she's doing it with Cardi B. Like, thank you for entrusting Kylie with your music video. Thank you for putting, for glorifying my daughter's boobs and butt in this video. Um, so, uh, Chris asks Cardi, did you say hi to Kylie? And Cardi goes, no, no, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. And Chris says, Kylie's excited to see you. Mind you, Kylie is 20 feet away on set. Like I, Kylie had to have seen them talking. It is completely bizarre. And, uh, so Chris walks up to Kylie and goes, Cardi wants to say hi to you. (laughs) So Cardi says hi. And Kylie goes, this is the highlight of my career. And then uh, Cardi goes, your body looks rad. And she goes, I've gained a little quarantine weight. And I got to say, once again, why is Kylie Jenner in the WAP music video? This is, I mean, we don't even get an explanation. It is, I mean, obviously, I think it's a smart business move on, on, on Cardi's part because now she has gotten... Um, she's gotten a favor from Chris Jenner. Like now, it's like the Godfather. Chris Jenner is the Godfather. So now, if Cardi B ever needs somebody killed or needs some like kind of really high powered, fa- you know, favor, she can go directly to Chris Jenner and go, Remember, I put Kylie in the WAP video. And Chris is like, You're right. I will kill whoever you want me to kill, you know? So. You guys might think that's a joke, and partly it is, but partly, I bet I'm dead right. I bet Cardi did that knowing she would get in the good graces of one Miss Kris Jenner because Cardi is smart business-wise. She is looking to the future. She knows this rap game only goes so far. So I thought that was interesting, but just still, I mean, we've all seen the WAP video. Like, it's so bizarre that they picked Kylie of all people. Like Kylie's, and then she's opening doors and there's a tiger. It makes no sense. I am going to be so bummed if I get to heaven and it's like heaven looks like the hallway in the WAP video. And I'm like, no, no fucking way. Are you kidding me? I have to choose a door? What? Um, so this is the opening of the show. We get the and like the families hugging and all this stuff. Uh, we open up in the Malibu vacation rental. Scott Disick asks Kim to play table tennis. Um, we Chloe's sitting on a couch and she goes, got a lot of reaction from your comment this weekend, Scott. And she explains she did a good American uh, Instagram post and she was dressed scantily clad. looked great. And Scott, Scott left a comment underneath that said, Tristan is a lucky man. And so then Chloe panicked and got bombarded with texts and PR things. And we find out that Chloe is navigating her way through her feelings for Tristan. She decided to delete the comment to get rid of the unwanted attention she was getting. Kim says, Chloe, I'm so tired of you bowing down to what the public thinks. And she goes, um, Chloe goes, Everyone's putting the clown emoji over my photos, and I died because literally, you guys, I put a clown emoji over a photo of Tristan and Kim, Tristan and Chloe last week. I was like, yeah, I'm one of the many that does this. But it's like, Chloe, get your head out of your ass. This guy, this guy not only cheated, he cheated multiple, multiple times, very like out in the open in public, and that doesn't just go away. Like, you're not, I just, I just, 
Cheating's a sickness like anything else. You're not treating the sickness. And the only way these two have gotten closer is because of a pandemic. Once the pandemic... Okay, two years from now, everything's back to normal. He's on the road. You think he's in there watching, like, the new Queen's Gambit season? I'm just having a night indoors to stay faithful to my life. Fuck no. And I, I just... I don't know. So I do. I have very passionate feelings. Fuck Tristan Thompson, honestly. Like, I can make fun of Chloe for how much she's changed her face and all that stuff, but I will go to bat for her with Tristan. But the sad thing is, Chloe wants Tristan. So you can see what the position I'm in. Rock in a hard place. Um, Scott says, well, it'll come to a point that he will not want you to feel embarrassed by him. But I'm also like, Scott, go fuck off. You're a dude that like cheated a bunch too. You're hanging out with 19-year-olds. You shouldn't be lecturing anybody on what a man feels about something that a woman did. We're in this situation because a man did something anyways. Like, so just sit the fuck down and like thank the Kardashians for your paycheck. Like, really, Scott. Honestly. Honestly. I'm sorry, I'm just passionate. I'm 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 angry tonight, you guys. So she says, you know. Without all the outside, you know, outside attention, we're great. And she's like, but, you know, the public and all that stuff, that's the problem. And I'm like, Chloe, that's the problem with, you know, it's like, I'm glad you can, I'm glad you can be hidden away and be, be great. But the whole point of a relationship and all that is being able to do things in public and being able to, um, not be embarrassed of the person you're with, you know, and to have your friends and family. I mean, I know friends and family don't love everybody that we're with through our lives, but you do want them to have a general regard for your son or daughter's well-being and that they're not just going to completely um, go against all the vows that they made to your son or daughter. It's funny. It is funny how the Kardashians treat the men in their lives. Kris Jenner almost, I feel like, entices the men to cheat on her daughters. Um, They really need to unpack that in therapy one day. Um, Also, Chloe, I do. Th- this is something that Chrissy did this week, and I, I, I really reach out to Chloe about this too. Is that stay the fuck offline? I mean, really, honestly, if it if it if it hurts you this much, stay offline. Stop putting out photos of yourself. You can hire other models for Good American. You can still continue your fitness journey. You can do all of this for yourself, but stay offline if it, if it is this bad. But I love that media and us, like, out here, we're to blame and not Tristan Thompson. All of a sudden, the blame has been shifted to us and away from Tristan. And it's just, it's bizarre. But we will lie to ourselves and tell us things to make other situations that might not be good for us look better for us. You do not have to be rich and a billionaire or a celebrity to have that. We all do that, you know? So, um... North, little North, precious angel of all, Kim's daughter and Kanye's daughter, uh, comes out um, and she does a little, you know, magical angel, angel moment. It's cute. Really quick, though. New scene. Um, Malika and Chloe are in the kitchen. They ask, how are you? Kim says, I'm sane. Things are on my mind today. And uh, they all go outside and, she, and Malika's like, is your husband running for president? Are you going to be the first lady? And Kim goes, I'm not sure. It's uh, It's been a really long day. And Kim goes, I've always been respectful not talking about me and Kanye's relationship. Uh, but of course, you guys see everything that he does on Twitter. And I'm not going to talk about it here. I don't want to talk about it on camera. I don't want to talk about Kanye, she says. 
Uh, Chloe in a talking head says Kimberly's always very private, handles things herself. Uh, Malika says, what article should I be paying attention to to find out, Kim? And Kim says, no, 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 please don't pay attention to anything about this. New scene, we got Kendall Jenner, supermodel, tall, lanky, equine Kendall, comes in. Uh, Malika and Chloe are there. Chloe is wearing a Dennis Rodman shirt that she probably paid $150 for. Chloe lets us know she took her weave out. Great detail. Um, True, uh, Chloe's daughter, comes up and uh, pokes at Mommy's plate, and she explains to True she's eating salsa. Um, there, Chloe, uh, Kendall says she's, she's like kind of like starting to get a little bit of like that instinct to want to have kids because she saw Kylie have kids. She says, my friends are having babies, which my friend was like, is she talking about Gigi Hadid? Um, you know, Chloe says Courtney and Khadija had babies together or Malika says this, you know, yeah, it was crazy. Courtney and Khadija had babies together. Um, Kendall says, I'm the only one without a kid. And she goes, you know, quarantine, you get bored. And it was like, damn, maybe I should have a kid. I'm like, great, Kendall. Yes, you're bored during quarantine. So your thought is I should have a kid. Like I'm bored during quarantine. And I'm like, should I eat some more brie? Like how much, like, is it, can I, can I drink wine right now? Can I, what is, what is acceptable? Like, which, should I watch a reality show or a scripted TV show? Those are the big thoughts going through my mind, not like, should I have a baby? But I guess when you're rich, you actually, you you step up from like TV shows you're watching and food to like, should I have, D- should I make a DNA person, you know? <laughs> Chloe says, it's just baby fever, it'll go back down. And Chloe's like, Kendall, you're a supermodel. There is no rush. And secretly, you know, Chloe's like, that's my thing. I have kids now. That's my Chloe. Um, Chloe says, and this is when I got angry. Chloe goes, you can babysit our babies. But the deal is you don't get any help. You have to do it all by yourself. And this was when I was like, womp, womp, setup bit. These assholes. The Kardashians, you guys, if I didn't get into it last week. This is where they always get you, is that you think they're telling you the truth. You think they're, you're like, they're seeing aspects of their lives. And then it always comes to a bit like Chris Jenner handcuffs herself to a mime or they go to a sporting goods store to find out uh, if there's somebody to date for Chloe. There's these setup bits. I call them setup bits where it's like, this isn't real. You've set it up. So now we're going to eventually see a scene where Kendall is taking care of the children. It's going to be crazy. Auntie Kendall. And we can see it from a mile away. So genuinely, Kardashians, from all of us, knock this shit off. We've grown up with you. We've watched you. Don't do this to you. You could literally just put a camera on in just one shot and have people just talk to the camera in that family. And it would be interesting. Why do you insist on this? Is there anybody at home that's like, Damn, I need to see this fake baby thing. Like, who? This, this really. Like, you know what gets me off is real conversations about your real lives. Like, that's cool. Like, I like seeing where you live. I like seeing all the aspirational stuff. But I do not need to know what these fake plot lines is because the sad thing, it's like love after lockup. It's like they're giving them these little scenes to do, and they're all pretty, but none of them like are are good enough actors to really sell it. So you never really see something real. It's just like, it's kind of, 
And I'm telling you, when you watch this, we all sense it. That's your interior model. That's your interior alarm system going, what I am not watching, what I am watching is not real. And you always got to pay attention to that. We as a television viewing audience are so we are so uh, sophisticated after all of these years of seeing these shows that I really, my, my thesis, my theory is that we do know exactly what is real and what is not. And uh, I don't know. So th- those setup bits annoy me because then I'm like, crap, we've got to see two to three more scenes of this Kendall whole thing. So Khadija's like, oh, you can you can babysit my baby Ace and we'll give you a try. And... Uh, and Ace comes out and like, do you want Annie Kinney to hold you? And and the baby's like, no. So new scene. Scott comes out to Tristan uh, at the beach, and this is like a <laughs> this is like a fine scene, but it's like you know that they've been given notes of like, okay, so this scene you're gonna come out and you're gonna Scott, you're gonna ask him about that comment you left on Chloe's uh, Instagram, and Tristan, you're gonna tell Scott how you feel about that, okay? And then we're gonna come back to that later. So that is exactly what happens. Scott comes out to the table and Tristan goes, uh, oh no, Scott goes, you all good, daddy-o? <laughs> okay, Scott. And uh, Tristan's like, yeah, this place is amazing, you know. I- I'm thinking maybe I might rent out here, you know, during the summertime, switch it up. And Scott says, yeah, you have everything you need right here. And he's like, you got the ocean, you got San Francisco, you got, Sa- I've never been, but San Diego seems nice. You got the ocean. You know, he's like, I feel like he's being paid by the California Tourism Board because like he keeps going on for like 30 seconds. And I'm like, what? And then Scott goes, hey, bro, sorry about the comment on the Instagram. I thought I was leaving a nice comment. I do want to call bullshit on Scott. Scott Disick knows what he's doing in terms of social media. He might not always do the right thing, but he knows what he's doing and he knows he gets a reaction. So bullshit that Scott didn't know that it wasn't good to leave that comment. I even knew it wasn't good because I remember seeing that comment and going, oh shit, Scott just confirmed that they're together. Because remember, Chloe had not confirmed this. So it was like big. Like this was like, in terms of this shit that I pay attention to, it was big. It was something I noticed. And Tristan goes, I'm no secret. And Scott goes, yeah, you've been a good dad, a good partner. Has he, Scott? Has he been a good partner? You fucking delusional dudes. It's crazy. And he goes, Tristan uh, goes, I get that she's scared. You know, uh, but people think she's a pushover and she's not. She's giving me a lot of shit. And then uh, Scott goes, if the public knew how hard you worked to get out of the doghouse. And I, I guys, I'm, I literally almost stroked out. I was like, this is a wild scene. You know, this is like the Southern Charm guys romanticizing cheating. Remember during the reunion? It's the same vibe. It is the same vibe, which is interesting comparing it to Summer House tonight when they had the uh, Kyle and Carl getting on Luke about treating women better. So interesting to compare contrast with that scene. Um, Also, I do have to point, this is also I wrote down during this time, is like, I feel like I'm watching propaganda. I feel like I'm watching government propaganda for us to like Tristan. And for us to make, like, I feel like somebody tried to mastermind this whole storyline this season, where by the end we're going to be rooting for Tristan and Chloe. Guess what? I'm not going to be. So stop, stop it. I'm sure there's something I'd rather watch. I'd rather, I'd rather watch Mason Disick, like, try to do TikTok videos for the rest of the season than this, you know? So, um, 
Scott goes, you know, hey, everyone that matters already loves you, you know? And no, that's what Tristan said about Chloe. Tristan's like, yeah, um, I told Chloe, you know, Chloe doesn't care about social media, but, you know, the comment, it seemed like it threw her. And it's like, I told Chloe, everyone that matters already, already loves you. Like, so he's trying to say that, like, it doesn't matter what anybody out there like us thinks about her, which is true to a degree. But Tristan, we, we, we don't, we think less of her because of you, <laughs> you know, like, I don't think that's getting into Tristan's mind is like, Tristan, really, this is you, <laughs> like you, you are letting your woman risk the credibility that she has because of you. And I, I, by the way, I could, I would be interested in hearing other viewpoints on this. Um, and then Tristan's like, yeah, like, why would she want to have another kid with me if she didn't love me? And he goes, we go through our days like a couple. Uh, you know, we go on vacation together. We go to church. And uh, Scott goes, yeah, you know, Turks and Caicos. He's like, yeah, we are in the same room, same bed, he says. We're adults. So same bed, which is wild because last episode, Chloe said that they have done nothing sexual, but they're sleeping in the same bed. And and, and Chris, Tristan just said we do couple adult stuff. So many lies. Scott says the outside world is the only thing keeping them from each other. Thank you, Scott. New scene, Kendall um, comes in to babysit baby Ace, which is Malika's baby. Um, and she's only babysitting for a couple hours. She's never babysat for this long, though, she says. Uh, she's a little nervous. Um, and uh, the girls ask Kendall if she knows how to change a baby with a penis. And they let her know you have to push the baby's penis down before this is great we all need to know this you have to push the baby's penis down before they put the the diaper or the pampers on and if you get an erect penis it's going to pee on you and i was like i wonder if kendall has ever seen an erect penis honestly you know? <laughs> just no those are all rumors stop um so chloe and malika are excited to get away they're like okay we're gonna leave you alone we're gonna go to mcdonald's yay it's so dumb it's so fake uh, and Kendall just sits there looking at the baby. This is supposed to be funny, but I was just like, whatever. I thought it'd be kind of funny if like Kendall put proactive on the baby because she was like, remember when she was doing those proactive or like gave the baby a diet Pepsi. She's like, this will fix it. Pepsi. Uh, the baby is fussing and then Kendall starts going, we don't want to suppress you, bro. Like she's talking to him. She's talking to him like a homie. Like Kendall's feeding the baby, the baby scratches her, the scratches himself, and Kendall's like, "You did that to yourself, man." She keeps calling the baby man and dude. Uh, the baby starts screaming. Uh, we cut this in with Chloe and Malika eating McDonald's in their car. Uh, they keep saying McDonald's, so I'm assuming that's product placement. Uh, we go back to Kendall, um, and everything's good now. Kendall, they got along. Um, Kendall says she only got a few hours with him. And the, the ladies are impressed, but they're like, we're going to need to step it up. We're going to see how you do with more kids. So I'm like, fuck, this bit's going to keep going. We're going to need to see another scene of this. So a new scene. We're at the vacation rental in Malibu. We got Chloe, Courtney, Penelope, Courtney's daughter, and Kris Jenner. And uh, Chloe is talking to Penelope, Courtney's daughter. And Chris is like, you girls look like you need to be in a girl band. Or you guys look like your daughters. And Chloe goes, do you want to be my daughter, Penelope? And Penelope's like whispering yes. And we see, we pull back and we see that Courtney's there. And she's just on her phone, not paying attention. 
I was like, I wonder how many how many situations that are like that where Penelope's right next to her and Courtney has no clue, you know? And Courtney's like, Penelope's literally like, Chloe, will you be my mommy? And Courtney's just on the phone. Um, it's a dark thought. Uh, Kim Kardashian is outside and we hear her saying on a conversation, uh, I can be on the plane tonight to Wyoming. I can come whenever, but when I talk to him, he says, don't come. He says, no. Um, we hear he's been posting a lot of things on social media. It's a little frustrating. She says, I can separate what's going on at home and what's going on in the media, but this is getting to be a lot. Uh, we go back in. Chris says, guys, I think Kim is just struggling with everything right now. And they're all like, yeah, I don't know how she's dealing with it. Which, by the way, I got to say, I don't know how she's dealing with it. Like that was a lot of stuff. Remember, this was around the time he was just ranting. He was running for president. And then he went on that one tour. He was crying within 30 minutes and said they almost aborted North. Like, dude, imagine saying that stuff without the permission of your wife and knowing that it could get out to your daughter. That's just hardcore. Um, Chloe says, I don't tell her what to do. I don't give her advice. I just listen. I don't judge either way, which is great. That's great. Chris says, why don't you girls do something for her to change the energy around here? Maybe something light to take her mind off. Oh, no, no. Courtney goes, maybe something light to take her mind off things. Chris says, good idea, Courtney. Okay. So, right. So that's like a nice thought, right? Let me point out what's wrong with this. There is zero specificity. This is my problem with the Kardashian show is that it's like a base. So, so then, you know, you're watching a scene that is set up that is like, okay, in this scene, uh, Chris, we're going to have you tell the girls that you should do something for Kim. And so we get that, but we get no specifics like you would in normal life. So like normal life, your mom would be like, yo, girls, you got to do someone with her. Get her drunk. I don't care. Like, she is freaking out about this stuff. Does anybody have ideas? Courtney, what do you have? What do you think specifically we should do? And Courtney would say something specific. Instead, Courtney goes, maybe something light to take her mind off things. How is that different than the thought that Chris Jenner just said? It's the same thought parroted back. And then Chris says, good idea. You're saying good idea to your own idea. And then Chloe says, and then literally, I shit you not, this is what Chloe says. I think mom's idea to do something fun for her is really cute. That's not an idea. Ideas are specific things. This is a general amorphous blob. This is a nothing burger. I, I just, I, I, I was, I was fully, I said I was stroking out. I was fully, my face was not moving at this point. I was smelling bitter almonds. Like I was having a stroke. I was so angry. Um, so now we're in a new scene. Cause that was just what that scene was. We're in a scene with Scott, Kendall, and Chloe. Scott goes, Kendall, I've seen some pictures of you walking in sportswear, and you always just look good. You just really look good in sportswear. Dumbest con, <laughs> just dumbest comment, and kind of creepy as Scott gets older. And I was like, I wonder if Kendall ever tells Scott he looks sad. Like, hey, Scott, I saw your pictures. You're always wearing younger clothes, and you look like a sad older man. I've seen what you've done to your hair multiple times in the, the Miami area. Like, I, I mean, he's complimenting Kendall, but I don't know, like, at this point, is, are, you know, I got to say, is Scott Disick cool anymore? And I know we all like him, but I really got to say, I think his stock went down with the Amelia Bedelia Hamlin romance, you know? Sorry, Amelia. So, Chloe is now going, 
Kindle, we're going to give you multiple kids. You survived Ace. That's so easy, but wait till you get the terrible twos. And Kendall goes, I'm up for the challenge. And we find out we're going to have a girls' night for Kim, and then she will deal with the screaming toddlers. I do want to remind everybody, too, is that each one of the Kardashians and Kylie not don't just have one nanny. They have multiple nannies at the same time. So don't get it twisted. Don't ever even think, well, it's kind of real. Like, I babysat for my sister once. No, it is different. These guys get full-time nannies that are paid yearly salaries. So don't even get it twisted. But anyways, we know what we're going to see. We're going to see that scene. And she says, well, will the girl, will, will True just watch a movie with me? And she's like, yeah, I'm sure she'd love to, but I don't think that's good for kids. you got to do something productive. I don't know. So new scene, Tristan comes in. Kim is in the kitchen. So it's going to be a Kim scene. Tristan mentions something about, oh, your home, the Kardashian West Museum, which is kind of funny because their house always scares me and does look like a haunted museum. Kim goes, how are you and Chloe? Kim and... Uh, he goes, um, uh, Kim, oh, Kim, no, Kim sends to Tristan, it's not you anymore. It's what people are going to think in regards to Chloe. Like, he's like, she's like, Tristan, she likes you. It's just now what other people think that's bothering her. She says she's carrying a suitcase of other people's feelings and thoughts. And I think that's very wise. I think, I, I think that's dead on correct. Um, and he also mentions, he's like, you know, I really respect Kanye because Kanye does things his way. He doesn't care if people are for him or against him. And I respect that, which is like, that's what he's wanting Courtney, to, uh, Chloe to be like. But it is wild that he says that with all the stuff going on with Kim. And I don't think he's aware of that because I can only imagine Kim in her head going, yeah, it's very cool that Kanye doesn't care what people say about him or us, you know, definitely a double edged sword there. Um, Kim says, you should honestly talk to her. His feelings are valid. Um, she's so concerned with what people are going to think of her. Um, and Kim says, you know, being with Kanye, you got to have a thick skin being with him. Uh, but she also says, you don't want to rush her process, but you don't want to be a hidden secret. And she says, keep me posted, Tristan. And he goes, I will. You know, I will. And then a new scene where at Chloe's house, Kenny is there, Kendall. Uh, True, Chicago, Psalm. Those are the three babies, the three kids, toddlers. And uh, it's going to be exhausting. Uh, but she says if there's a real emergency, call Tristan or the police. Also, we're at Chloe's house. Where the fuck is Tristan? Like, why are we letting Tristan just walk around like a free man? Like, I feel like Tristan got his free man privileges ripped outside. Tristan should be like, oh, oh, Kendall's going to do it? Well, that's fine. I'll be here to call up Kendall then, babe. You know? Uh, so, uh, true. We find out is potty training. So she doesn't have a diaper on. I thought that was like going to come into play at some point. Like she was going to shit herself and Kendall was going to have to clean it up. But, uh, unfortunately, no, we did not ever get to see that scene. Uh, but we do see a lot of the kids falling over each other and Kendall just kind of lets them fall. It wasn't insane, but it was like something small. I noticed Uh new scene. We're in Chloe, Courtney, we're at uh, Chloe and Courtney and Kim, they're all in the backyard and they're asking Courtney if she's dating someone. And, uh, they're like, Courtney, let's get drunk and go through your DMS. Do you ever talk back to people? Do you ever like date? Do you ever flirt with people in your DMS? And, uh, 
Chloe says Kim lives for the gossip, so Courtney has to take one for the team and give us some gossip. Courtney says she's feeling very uh, content with her own way of life. And they all cheers. All cheers to that. So new scene back at Chloe's house. Uh, Kendall asks, true, true. Do you have to go to the bathroom? Will you let me know? Okay, I'll ask you later. Chris calls Kendall. How's it going? Uh, we see true. She seems... Two things. True seemed a little bit like a klutz. And she seems like a, to be a little bit of a bully. Um, from what I saw, just in a very brief interaction with Chicago and Sam, she seemed like she was bullying Chicago a little bit over a toy and I wasn't here for it. You guys, I wasn't here for it at all. So that's just your, that's the kid report I'm going to give you. Um, we're back with the, uh, the three sisters, Kim, Chloe, and Courtney. And uh, Chloe asks, is anybody going to have s'mores? And they all say no because they had food earlier. That's the thing that sucks about being so rich and like rich where you have to use your face and your body is because they're at the coolest like fire pit. Like, wouldn't you want to have a s'more? You know, it's like that's, you know, like s'more. That's so amazing. And they can't do it. It just kills. Like, it's just like there's always a trade off. You guys remember nobody's life is pertinent. There's always a trade-off. I would have loved to have smashed four s'mores into my gullet. And, you know, and you just like, poor Kim can't. Um, so Courtney says, um, they're, they're asking her like, um, how are you and Kanye now to Kim? And we find out that Kanye called Courtney the other day and, you know, Kanye was like, I should be able to say what I want to say. And she was like, yeah, but you shouldn't have said that one thing publicly. And he's like, yeah, I guess I shouldn't have said that publicly. I mean, I'm kind of curious more about the Courtney Kanye relationship and that he was calling all the family members. I'm so curious. See, this is the real stuff. And I know it's respectful for their relationship and I know we'll never get it. But aren't you guys curious? I feel like that's like the stuff that would blow our minds, even if even in, in its banality, even if it was just simple, even if it was not uh, anything juicy, it would still blow our minds if we just... If it was just like, oh, he was crying to me the other day, and Chloe goes, yeah, he called me too. He's just, he just, he won't take his medicine. Like, wouldn't you love to hear that? I feel like it would paint such a clearer picture. Um, they are doing shots now. They have a bottle of fourteen ninety two. Uh, they're cheering to Kim's. Their cheers are even basic, you guys. Like, there's no cheer of like to this day and to that day and to this day. It's always like. To Kim, cheers. <laughs> it's like they know how to say cheers and that's it. Kim almost chips her tooth on that bottle of 1942. Um, they're doing, they're, now there's like a weird montage. They do arm wrestling. They say they're on the push diet. We're intercutting. Um, at one point, Kim's acting like she's drinking and I noticed the top was still on the bottle. And I was like, this is so fake. Um Kendall um, is trying to get the kids to go to bed. There's chaos, screaming. Um, can they tell Kendall that they're not ready to sleep? Uh, we go back to the sisters partying. They say Happy New Year's. They all have hats. It's not New Year's, mind you. Courtney is trying to fit into a uh, construction uh, into a box. That I actually kind of I was like I could have watched an hour of Courtney trying to get into a box. Um, and Chloe goes and I'm talking to her, she's like. Tonight was amazing. I hope I hope Kim wakes up with amazing memories in the morning. 
like what not i mean okay i mean okay like we're gonna just act like this was awesome okay cool i get it so new scene um they're like uh so kim and chloe are driving back and they're like i wonder why kendall never called us and so like they're like i bet they're just going crazy once i heard them say i wonder why kendall never called us i was like oh they're gonna come back and everybody's gonna be like it's not gonna be a mess it's gonna be great that kendall's gonna be doing great this is the old switcheroo. They're like, oh, I wonder why Kendall hasn't called us. She must be going crazy over there. And they're like, we're going to walk in. It's going to be a disaster zone. And guys, guess what? It's not a disaster zone. A spoiler alert. Uh, Kim lets us know she's not hung over at all. Chloe asked, did you have fun? Um, uh, Chloe also thanks Kim for uh, taking time away from everything. She also lets Kim know you're never a burden on any of us. Whatever you choose to do is what you're going to do. And Kim goes, yeah, I'm going to go to Wyoming for a minute and figure it out. Uh, Kim says, I love to be in the moment as much as possible. Uh, so Chloe and Kim finally come into the house. And uh, yeah, everything's good. Kendall handled it perfectly. Um, we also find out Kendall has only been hung over twice in her life. God bless you, Kenny. God bless you, Kendall. What a What a... What a precious life you've led. What a sheltered, hungover oh, two times. It's just wild. Um, and then they're like, Kim and Chloe are like, we're going to leave again and let you keep the kids. And then they walk out the door. It's so fake, whatever. They should be arrested at this point. It really was, it was very much angering me. So new scene, Scott is, we, Scott is down there jet skiing in the Malibu ocean. Um, Chloe and Tristan, um, or having a scene. Tristan says, I spoke to Scott and Kim earlier. And Tristan says to Scott, I told him I liked the comment that, you know, that you felt away and deleted it. He goes, I understand what I did to you. You want everyone to love you and care for you, but our bond is stronger. And she says, well, I'm going to keep a lot of things private this time around. I don't want to overexpose certain aspects of my life, which is just, that's always funny to hear from a Kardashian, but I do respect, it is, I mean, that's how I would want things personally as well. I would want to keep things very private. I do, you know, as crazy and open as I am, you guys, I still have things that I keep private, which is, you're like, no, you don't. I'm like, yeah, I do. Um, and uh, Tristan was like, you know, Okay, I understand that. But Chloe says, but I do agree. I didn't think of how it would make you feel. Because Chloe, you shouldn't have to. And uh, Chloe says, I didn't mind what Scott said. I minded people's reaction to it. And she says, my soul is at a breaking point. People are always talking about my weight, my face, my personal life, the public. Um, and she goes, I've been so open. And also, I want to correct that. I don't agree with that. I think she's been very open when it serves her and the openness otherwise has because it's been sprung upon her. Like when Tristan cheated on her a bunch, that was very open because he was a doofus and let it be on a bunch of hotel cameras. But I also get that her soul has had a breaking point with people commenting on her weight or face or personal life. I make fun of Chloe's looks all the time because it is so jarring some of the facial work she has done. But once again, I would also like... I, I sometimes go, you don't have to be online though too, you know, like if it's at that point, like maybe, I don't know. I just always, the Kardashians, especially because I have a, a, a you know, I have a, a niece and she's almost going to be 12 
And she has a phone now. And eventually she's going to get permission to use Instagram. And she's going to think that's a standard of beauty that's obtainable. And it's not. Even with all the surgeries and face work that they've all had done, they still mess around with their photos. And you want kids especially to understand that, like, at least in the beginning, that we're all supposed to be good, full people on the inside as well as the outside. And I really feel like this sets up such a weird power dynamic with our beauty, our looks, and how that is of currency and not what is said. Because that's how the Kardashians became stars, because of who they are, not what they do. And so it's a very complicated issue for me that I think about a lot um, because I think it is very dangerous. You know, it's dangerous. A lot of things are dangerous. It's dangerous to give a phone to a kid. But imagine being a phone. I, I think about that all the time. If cell phones were around when I was growing up, you know, I would have been fucked in a lot of ways. I mean, maybe it would have helped me in certain ways get to places faster, but I would have been a mess. I would have been writing poems on Facebook to girls and posting them publicly. I would have been a creepy mess. Um, so kids got it rough out there. I, I mean, I just don't even know how I would handle the social media aspect um, of a son or daughter at this point, you know? So she goes, it's not healthy for my spirit. She says, I will try to be more aware though, but I have to help my own mental health, which I thought was a very smart comment. But also remember, this is all being filmed. So Tristan saying, I'm scared that you're keeping me secret. Remember, he knows it's being filmed. He knows this is going to be on air. So it's really the reality of the reality. It's it's like, it's inception. It's like Tristan's complaining about like keeping secret, but he knows this is being filmed. So he knows it's not being kept secret. So it's, it's a weird mind fuck, you know? Um, and then Tristan goes, I'll be by your side. You got this. I'm glad we talked. Um... He also says she lost that confidence in herself and I hope she gets it back. I'm like you Oh, I'm like you that's rich, dude. You said she lost her confidence and you How do you think she lost her confidence, Tristan? How do you think? Um and Tristan goes, "Oh, Kim and Courtney and all our my family love you, Tristan." And he goes, "Yeah. We cuz we're family. We are family." And then there's an awkward talking head between the two where Tristan's trying to say something cute and I just I rage screamed at the TV. So next week, we have uh, a parent trap it up. We have uh, the girls trying to get Courtney and Scott back together. We see an obstacle course in the back way. I wonder if Caitlin's going to be a part of the obstacle course. Yeah, baby. Get me in there, baby. Woohoo! I can swim. I can do it all. I can do knee-ups, push-ups. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so that is it, you guys. We did it. Thank, congratulations for getting through Friday. My voice is thrashed right now, so I am going to say bid adieu, and I will talk to you guys on Monday. I did it. I made it through another week. I love you guys so much. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Yeah.
Betches.